Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to the Creep Dive. <laughs> Always wrong. Um, I'm Cassie Delaney. That's Just Cassie Sophie Delaney. Dunn. There's Sophie no White. Ash. Sophie Sophie White writes. Sophie White writes. <laughs> Sophie White Whoop. That's right. And Jen O D W Y E R. And we've got a new person. Hello, fiance. <laughs> <laughs> I am everyone's fiance. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about fiance. Yes. Say so your actually. Oh, it's fucking typical, isn't it? Say yeah. well, okay. Fauncha. Say your name. It's Fancha, like Fancha. F A Fada I N C H E. Okay. Yeah. So I've met one other Fancha. Really? Yeah. What does it mean in in Gwen? Okay, okay, okay. It's like three different meanings, but the real meaning is scald crow, Ooh. and that's like the the warrior type, right? That most people know. Say that again. Scald crow. What is oh scald? Scald. What does that mean? Hot crow. No, it's like an old, it's like an old Irish warrior. But most people hear it, they're like, oh, like one of those pigeons you see out in the street, like, like hobbling scaldy. around. Yeah, scaldy yeah. <laughs> pigeon. Yeah, it's meant to be a real respectable thing, and everyone's like, scaldy crow. What's um, the other means? Oh, it's like black raven and vixen and dark things. things. Yeah. So you're well placed to come in and tell us a ghost story. So if I just sent. In a story. Can we talk about our Bill Cosby jumper first? <laughs> you're going to say something deeply offensive. No, no. Literally, she said it. Oh, she I didn't like, recall oh, this. My. It's nice. She's wearing a Bill Cosby jumper. Yeah. She's not a, just in the to mood. clarify to people, not a jumper with Bill Cosby's face on it. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Just something he might just have worn. Just something yeah. from his wardrobe. Yeah. Beautiful lady with red lips and blonde hair. Why am I describing <laughs> you? For, for those that are visually impaired, it's we're being inclusive. I appreciate it. <laughs> So, Bunch uh, <laughs> has a, a gross story that I have prepared. Gross. Ghost. Oh, there you go, Sophie. Sorry. Did you do there? I was trying to do my hair. She's <laughs> getting all jealous of me describing Fauncha's looks. You're all right, Sophie. Oh my God, do you know what? Like, we're on paper twins, aren't we? Me and Fauncha. Like, yeah. on paper twins yeah. are when, you know, you know, just like, 
the kind of bare top line details of her appearance are yeah. similar. Like Blonde hair, hair red, red lips. Yeah. Irish. Irish. Shaved side. We're there. Shaved side as well. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I like it. I'm, it's, like I'm trying to grow it out, but... You must have a lot of hair. You could come in and cover Sophie's maternity leave, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I also wear glasses, but I forgot them today, so... Would you oh. wet nurse my baby while I tell creepy stories to the internet? Absolutely. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's a question. Yeah. Can it's you... just like how you and Michael Jackson are on Paper Twins as I well. Know. <laughs> I know. But yeah. what knows like fucking fourteen nose jobs? Um, <laughs> you don't know Jen's Jen. history. You don't know Jen's old face. So anyway, <laughs> um, I was going to say, can you become like? How does one? Can you just start lactating without having a baby? Okay, so um, yes. How? Well. I don't know if it's like possible if you have never ever given birth to a child, but I know that um, Dr. Sears, who is a respected pediatrician, and he was like the first big proponent of attachment parenting in the States in the 70s, and him and his wife had, I think it was nine kids, and they one of their kids was adopted, and ahead of uh, uh, meeting their adopted child, his wife started to stimulate lactation manually and by looking at a photograph of the child. No. Isn't that interesting? And she successfully the adopted child. Have you had any kids? I haven't. Sadly, that won't work out then. I can look at a picture. I'm gonna, I could <laughs> you start could look lactating at a any day now. You because could, yeah. I think the earliest I've ever lactated in a pregnancy was around the 22 week mark. Well, you were holding so. one of my children at the time. Oh. oh my god! Well, no, that was a different time. That was during my second, yeah, second pregnancy. Like <laughs> getting a boner. Uh, well, it's not, like, oh my god! <laughs> it's like I mean, this is as creepy of... as the conversation comes, isn't it? This is not like, creepy. This is yeah, not creepy. This... this is cool. This is cool shit women can do. Yeah, you like I was holding her loser. baby. <laughs> Look at there, you two bags of sacks of Just nothing. Bags oh. of sexy sand. <laughs> 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 I was holding art. When he was like three months old, Ari was in me, That's right, right yeah. up in there. And like, yeah, my tits started up in this kind of like sort of pre, pre-cum go. kind of situation. It's gross, yeah. It's impossible yeah. not to relate it back. Yeah. yeah. Pre-cum situation. Lactogiz. Lacto, right. They're magical. It's just fostering more of the crazy America, you know, that groups of, of, of anti-breastfeeding people who are like, get out of there. You're enjoying that in a sexual, <laughs> in a sexual oh. way. Um, okay, what if Sorry. we do anything to deny us any little bit of pleasure? Classic That's America. Gross. Do you think you get a bit of a kick out of it? <laughs> that is gross, guys. Is it? That's no. so conflicting. In this room, in the room. <laughs> I'm not, we're, we're not doing Mother of Pod right now. Okay, sorry. Bitchy. Bitchy. <laughs> Empty tits. <laughs> so what have you got for us this week? <laughs> We have a creep down with me. She's yeah, t- but you guys should still have stories. I have the story. I have an opinion about... What have you got, Cassie? I have other ghost stories to follow Sponge's ghost story. Oh, excellent. Well, you put the right person on the spot. Jen's <laughs> raring to go. I have a want to talk about... <laughs> the weird I got house, into the car to weird house. and Jen said, I don't have a creep. I do. I have this weird we house guy. Ha- yeah, okay, okay, go on. It's all of our creeps together. So I want to I want to mine you guys because I tried to read two articles about this and still can't fucking understand what's happening. Okay. The Daily Mail ran a story, The Guardian, and it's your man who 
for nine years with his children lived in the basement of his house in and were they Amsterdam. his kids is this on Joseph Fritzl it's no, like very Joseph Fritzl though oh. but more recent were but they it's kind kids? of Fritzl light isn't it because I don't think there was anything was there I'm not sure if there was well the thing about the kids were like were they making their own people down there well, oh, no. we don't know yet, but that's a long time. And maybe your brother starts looking a bit sexy after year four. Mm. Were they Look, feral? no judgment. Oh, yes, a okay. bit. Okay. But hang on. So none of the kids were registered, as in they were all home births. And so they weren't kind of on the... On the, like... On the national. No one knew about wow. them. Yeah, because a lot of... Okay, so to, to bring people back, to give them an overview in case anyone hasn't heard the story. So the story <laughs> is that five siblings and a man believed to be their father are receiving medical treatment after Dutch police acting on tip discovered them locked away in a secret room on an isolated farm. There was the f- no tip. Yeah, one, the one of the sons escaped. went out to a pub, had five pints, Brilliant. and was like, we've been locked wow. up. Had five pints, and the barman's like, time to go for you, son. And he said, I can't go home. And then he told him the story. Five um, pints is a lot. After. So the five estimated to be 18 to 25 years of age. Yeah, five pints is a lot after, you know, a decade on the dry. Um, they were found near Runer World, a village in the northern province of Drenthe. We found six people living in a small space in the house, which could be locked not a seller. It is unclear if they resided there voluntarily, the local police said in a statement, adding that the people may have been hidden away from the property for nine years. They say they are a family, a father and five children. Officials did not confirm that the family may have held end of days apop- apocalyptic beliefs. Mm. Yeah, we don't know much yet. When was that? They were literally Two just days found. ago. Yeah. Fuck off. Mm. Yeah. Fritzl. So <coughs> his brother, the brother of but the hang father. hang on now. I mean, don't tar him with the Fritzl brush just no. yet. Well, his children were adults when they were mm. down there. Am I right in saying that? 18 to 25. So they wouldn't have been adults at the time that he imprisoned them. The oldest at 25 would have been 16, 17. Mm. Okay. From nine to 17 age groups. Yeah. Mm. When right. he, when they, not imprisoned, when he kind of encouraged them to live in this cellar. So Joseph B is the name they've given him in the media. He's 58. <laughs> I'm sorry, well, I can't, really yeah, exactly. trying to sell the cellar. Yeah. Like, no, not the house, kids. What about the cellar? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, unfortunate. Joseph, spelt the same as Joseph Fritzl, um, is 58 from Austria. He's been arrested. And, and Austrian. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and his brother, so Joseph's brother, uh, says he was self-centered involved in sex and thought he was better than sex as in s-e-c-t-s for anyone oh, thinks yeah. saying he's getting involved excited in sex. Mm. Um, involved in sex <laughs> what a great way to phrase it i mean i dabble <laughs> interested um Just he thought he was better than jesus oh what so that? who's saying that this is his brother now saying this about him this about is joseph him. b's brother so one of the siblings john jan von van dorsten escaped Fled to a bar on Sunday, ordered five beers and said he couldn't go home. Hmm. He's got a picture of himself up here, a selfie. Oh, yeah. See, he this guy was was older going down. So he had a Facebook account in 2010, oh, which he yeah. was active on. Yeah. So he wasn't like, I don't know how much they've missed in nine years. So Joseph's brother, Fransby, told local media that his sibling first came into contact with sex when he left home to do his military. S-E-X, yeah. Yeah, to his military service in the army. I came in contact with sex. (laughs) Um, He joined a sect 
and thought he was better Excuse than Excuse me, can I join sex your... Jason. <laughs> could, could I join your sex? <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed you're doing a sex. Can, can I, I like join your, your military sex? Um, so I chased... I haven't... The brother hadn't seen him in 10 years. I chased him up and he came and wanted me to act as a guarantor for him. Rookie um, error, yeah, yeah. financier. So according to France, Joseph didn't even intend their own father's funeral. Um, when the, the farm... His, it was his father's farm was passed on... Uh, when the farm was passed on to France, Joseph demanded his share of his inheritance. So, mm. um, that's it. His well, mother had died one and a half years ago, but he did not attend her funeral. Well, here's mm. what the neighbor said about the mother dying. He said, she said, she is a brilliant. Like, uh, they just called to her door and she had a dressing gown on, and they, she obviously it's not like a rush job. They would have been like, w- this is televised. Would you like to? Not be wearing your dressing gown, mm. <laughs> and she went, "No, no, this dressing gown's fine." <laughs> and it, it was that my good dressing yeah, gown. Totally, it was yeah. one of those dressing gowns, real thin, like it, it, it is sort like of like a kimono. It, no, like it had sort of been. It began thick, but now was oh, thin, threadbare, kind yeah. of <laughs> like stretched across. I much her. prefer began thick, <laughs> now thin. <laughs> so it's kind of sad. Anyway, she said, Friction. that Oh, where's the your wife?" And he was like, "Oh, she di- he died, or she died." said Joseph to the neighbour. And she was like, oh, what about the funeral? And he was like, oh, we already had that. So that seems a little strange too. He also has twin daughters with a Japanese woman. And according to the twins, they were trying to make contact with him since 2017, but had not heard anything. What age were they? They're now adults. Don't know. Uh, Their exact age. This story's going to get real fucky. Mm. A lot of sex. S-E-C-T. I think there's going to be a lot of like yeah weird culty behaviour having gone mm. on in that house and other people I'd say involved How do you know odd. what I so I would think as well I think there's going to be a lot of like everyone leaving and coming back occasionally yeah I do think you know? there's going to be a level of freedom that was had there well we'll see but I wouldn't be surprised if we discovered that not all of the siblings are related or something okay you know that there's other people involved or he's kidnapped some kids. also mm-hmm. we heard from I mean that's f- just total slander we heard from the <laughs> adopted father from our Ukrainian um, so her mother I don't think we are we're not 100% sure whether that lady is in fact her mother I thought that so the in the interview with her adopted, remember the the Americans who adopted her, yeah, the, what looks Michael. like great foster parents on paper, mm-hmm. yes. Michael. Yeah. So Michael was interviewed and he sort of talked about where they were at now. And the interviewer asked him about this lady, suggesting she was the this mother. Ukrainian's lady's mother. And he he didn't say we don't know who that lady is, but no, in fact, I think he did literally say we don't know who that lady is. So. He was not, it didn't sound like he was confident that she was in fact. Mm. But now, the Daily Mail has apparently backed up <laughs> the timelines of her claim. So this woman is claiming that she, when she was in her, um, she gave birth to Natalia and that Natalia was uh, severely, had severe disabilities mm. and that she was encouraged by a local clergyman and her family to give the baby up for adoption. And that's what she did. In her timeline, there's still a massive gap of... I think it's like 2005, 2008 of where the child was. Okay. From giving it up to adoption to arriving in the States. So I think it's probably going to be disputed that she is the biological mother. But surely they can do some DNA testing. Mm. Sign up to Ancestry and me, 23andMe. I mean, yeah. But I don't know now whether the court case will... Sorry, he is still... They are still being taken to court for child abandonment. Do you remember this story? Yeah, I watched The Orphan after hearing about it. And... 
and it's very similar. Well, obviously not the whole murder and everything that goes on in the movie, but I, I only because that was a couple of weeks of. ago. Yeah, yeah, that it really you're came in slander about. central over there, Cass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Joseph B was probably in on it. Um, <laughs> okay, Sophie, over to me. Are we doing? What well, are we doing go, this hold week? On. We're I've got do a mini, mini, mini kind of chit chat. Then come dine with me, guest. Are we going to feed her before we pump her for information? <laughs> I need food. No, I don't. <laughs> let's hear the go- yeah. Let's go to ghost story. Go to ghost story. You sure? We're not that long now. It's like we'll have questions. Like, okay. Don't you? We'll worry. have questions. Yeah. Okay. So, Fonja, thanks so much for coming in. Of course. To tell us your creepy ghost story. These two haven't heard it. I'm a bit worried that I I read it sitting outside in the car and as I because the studio the story is about your apartment which mm. is close by to here mm-hmm. oh god and I read it read it outside in the car outside the studio I was waiting for Lydia to finish work and there was a a, a bang on the car mm-hmm. <gasps> like there was as I started reading it mm-hmm. and like it was like something had fallen on the car but hadn't or someone had gone to like really aggressively pull the passenger side door what there's nobody there Fo- and it was dark mm. scared the living shit out of me could you so, hear hooves retreating in the night no so in preparation <laughs> you mentioned triggered, triggered by the devil. i can't and i've very very triggered here look, this is off topic but what <laughs> wait, happens wait, if the pizza arrives the main light the pizza what let's turn the main light off let's just <laughs> we just have a candle in the table sophie you're a genius let's yes. just dim it slightly <laughs> um on, i'll do that now Pizza's okay. not going to be here for another half hour. So we might as Boom. Well. Let's get all the way down. Okay. All the way off. You forgot that thing. That so. thing's real too bright. Yeah. Turn it off. Turn it off. Oh. That's too that bright. thing. There's a switch at the back of it. Switch on the back of the light. Oh my God. So to oh, set. Even less. <laughs> oh yeah. This is, <laughs> this is good. Yeah, oh this my is good. God. Sorry. Okay. For those listening at home, not terrified. My heart is actually if beating you're at home, turn off your lights. Yeah. Or Shit turn your lights down. To and, and or if you're listening while driving your car, just close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on the bus, just light a little candle beside you and get in the mood. Um, Speak in tongues. Everyone will leave you alone. So yeah. I'm expecting, I was expecting that this was going to get really scary. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm actually terrified. <laughs> so I did get the white roses that you mentioned in your story because okay. someone told you that they were a good thing. So the the studio has fucking a dozen. There's bunches white. of them everywhere. Yeah. Actually. There's some over there behind you. Sorry, well, supposed to ward it. off the bad energy. No. Really? Oh, uh, look. I'm okay, let's go. <laughs> Do you have a clickbait headline? Oh, uh, no, I just called it like Christchurch, Christchurch haunting. Ooh. I don't know because we just moved in recently me and my boyfriend moved in so we were looking for a place for like two months kind of and find this place it's like cheap enough for the market one bedroom apartment and I have grown up thinking like like I'm really interested in the ghost world anyway but I've never I've had like one kind of experience before so I've never like like I'm open to it but I still don't know if it's real okay okay, okay. I, w- I would be of would you would you be that way um yeah I'm the yeah. opposite. I'm I believe more, it's real, but I I'm totally it. close to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Okay, so that's like my backstory of like I'm kind of open to it, but I don't really want to know as well because it's really, really scary. Yes. Um, and then we moved into the apartment, and I think it was like two or three weeks after we moved in that things started to happen. Now I've only been there for about three months now, 
So okay. this is all like kind of still happening, but it's like stopped when you for the first moment. viewed it, were you, did you get like, oh, this is nice. This feels. Nice. Oh yeah, like, no, I don't. I know no bad vibes. Yeah, suspiciously cheap. My first mm. thing is always like definitely haunted, but like, mm. but like, haha. As a yeah, joke. exactly. Yeah, Madeline McCann's yeah. living in there. <laughs> Jen. Can we just go one episode, Jen? I can't help it. <laughs> At least she got it out of her system already. Okay. Okay. So, um, I think the first thing that happened was. Should I explain the apartment first or? Yeah. yeah? Okay, Give us a so visual. You walk in. It's like second story. You walk in and there's like a tiny little hallway. The bedroom's on the right. And it's like kind of shitty little bedroom. And then you walk forward. There's like a bathroom with a bath and a shower that doesn't really work that often. So like cheap for a reason. <laughs> yeah. The price is making sense. Yeah. And a tiny storage cabinet. And then. You go in and there's like a big kind of sitting room area and then there's a little kitchenette and a little balcony. Mm -hmm. So I was sitting on the couch watching TV with my boyfriend and I had my arm over the couch because I'm real masculine. Mm -hmm. Right. Dominating. mm -hmm. And I had my my sleeve rolled up. Were you wearing that Bill Cosby jumper? Oh, definitely. (laughs) You know it. I I never take it off. (laughs) (laughs) The boyfriend was unconscious. (laughs) (laughs) My God. I love it. That's okay. soft. That's that's not even. <laughs> that's not as dark as it's gonna get. Okay, that's fine. So I was sitting there with my arm across it, and suddenly I felt something touch my arm, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like a touch, like a like a finger against my skin. It was like kind of like hot, like electric electricity, like a like a almost burning sensation. Then it got like quite like tough. Like it was like. A second or pinch. something, right? It was like a, it was like a pinch. And are we talking like under the skin or the oh, surface? just above? Like, yeah, okay. surface. So I pulled my arm back, and my boyfriend was like, "What?" And I'm like, "Do you touch me?" And he's like, "He has his hands in his lap," and he was like, "No." And then he looks. He looked at my face, and he's like, "No, Fancha, what are you doing?" I was like, "It's okay. It's okay." He's like, "It's not a ghost. It's fine. It's not a ghost." And I'm like, "It's okay. It's cool." So then. Later on that night. Do you oh. have a history now of seeing ghosts? No, no history. I just oh, think yeah. about these things. Okay. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I just think about it. No, I mean, nothing at all. But she obviously had a face like she'd seen a ghost. Yeah. But he was like, not this shit again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone in my life. He's like, in Funch's house, there's one of those signs that's like, you know, days since last. Ghost sighting. <laughs> oh, reset it. Yeah. Back to zero we go. Yeah. So we're watching Spotlight on Netflix, right? Great film. So loud. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We're watching Spotlight on Netflix and we're just sitting there watching it. Didn't pay attention to anything else. And we have a little microwave in the very back of the kitchen. And it's like a hovering microwave. What does that mean? It means it's like a, it's attached to the wall. Like oh. it's not on a shelf or anything like that because there's like lack of space. So it's actually levitating. It's levitating. So yeah. that is the first Magic. sign, <laughs> first sign of, a of a haunting. I mean, when Jay, there was just this ghost chef. Said it so casually. Like, the, you know, the levitating yeah, microwave. Covering microwave. Covering microwave. <laughs> it was my favorite part of the apartment. <laughs> so we're sitting there watching it. And next thing, we had a sift bottle on top of the microwave because lack of storage, right? I don't know. It's always going to be Jif for me. Really? <laughs> yeah. No. Our view. Sif. Yeah. Sif. We, 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 we came on board. It was probably because you had 10 years of it being called Jif. <sighs> okay. Okay. Whatever. For the purpose of the story. <laughs> Sif. <laughs> so we're sitting there watching the movie. The next thing the bottle just flies off the microwave. Oh, now hang on. Flies. Flies. Right. Okay. Let's Listen. talk trajectory. So from where you're sitting to the door. So that's wow. Yeah. That's, that's like, like 10 feet. Yeah. 
Ah, uh, so, now let's ex- let's exaggerate the size of the studio. That's about <laughs> six and a half meters. Yeah. So hang on a sec. Mm-hmm. Were you in the room watching this? We well, where we are, there's like a wall that separates it, not like a full wall, but like a partition. Okay. So yeah. we can't see to the very back. But next thing it just flew off. And it's not like where our kitchen is, there's like tiles and then it becomes the carpet into the sitting room. So it's not like it just fell off and then skidded because it went past onto the carpet. So it was Oh yes, yeah, so it would have had to have like skidded up it, a little exactly. a little lip. So it was on it. Oh. And that was sitting on top of It was of sitting the on top of the microwave. microwave. Yeah. And there was nothing behind it. No, nothing behind it. Nothing could have knocked and it off. And there's no window in the kitchen. No. No. Which is just frankly bad design. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that's really weird. Design. Yeah, that's always the tip of the iceberg. Okay, okay. right. Come on. So, what was your reaction when you, were you like? We, Here we both go. froze, oh, right? Okay. And he's my boyfriend's really, really skeptical. Like he's like, there's no way there's ghosts and everything like that. Um, so we were both looking at it, and he was like freaking out. And as soon as it flew, there was like rustling noises coming from like the microwave area. And because mm-hmm. I'm so interested in this whole world, I've read loads of stories about it, and I've heard. There's two things you can do, right? You can either ignore it, so it doesn't you don't give it any space to grow or anything, or you can tell it to leave you alone because apparently we're more par- powerful because we're in the we're human in world. Realm. Yeah. Are you thinking like poltergeist? No, I'm, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, but when you're research- when you're thinking about those things, you're like, okay, I'm just thinking spirit. That's as far spirit. as I'll go. Yeah, ignore. Yeah, or or say, tell it to get. To get out. Get out. So that noise is going on. This is like, this all happens very fast. So noise, the thing flew. We were both like, what the fuck? Then there was noises. And I straight away, just like shaky voice said, stop it, we're watching a movie. And the noise has stopped. Now. Do the noise now, rustly. Oh, rustly. I couldn't do it. Did it, like, was it something being moved in the kitchen? Yeah, well, like like it wasn't, yeah, it was like that. in your cupboards or did you get a sense It was from where the sift bottle was. So there's like tinfoil and stuff there. So it was like rustling kind of tinfoil. And, and you then, went up and looked. There's not a rat yeah, or a mouse. no, nothing. It's levitating, microwaves. Yeah. Rats Untouchable. can scale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay, freaky, okay, so it stopped immediately. as well? What mm. floor is your apartment down? Second, Second floor. floor. Second floor. So there's someone above you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but there's no like wall space between no. your two apartments. No crawl space. Or, no. Okay. No, it's very uh And your boyfriend off. now as a pragmatic, scully, non-believer. Mm. What did he do when it stopped immediately when you said stop watching the movie? He shit himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he texts his mom because his mom believes in it. And she was like, oh, my God, like, you need to tell me everything. You need to, like, do this and do this. And everyone was telling us to get sage. And we were like, we're not getting fucking sage. You know, it's fine. Nothing's going on here. We were, like, completely just not acknowledging it. Mm. And we were just like, that was a weird thing that happened. It was probably just the wind even though nothing was open like no mm. windows or anything so we were just you know living our Denial. life yeah um i'm actually gonna check because i can't remember the the order sequence. the sequence and how did you immediately happens. when that jiff bottle <laughs> flew mm. hark back to the pinching sensation how long had you been there at that point uh this was like maybe the third fourth week week okay yeah. and, and how these two things happen in the same night yeah okay. i think so. oh these were the same night okay yeah. i think so i would have just left and probably burnt the whole thing down yeah how <laughs> were you sleeping was everything did it feel no nothing felt bad yeah. up until like there's the next thing that happened it still didn't feel bad okay and then things started to get a wee bit creepy 
Right. Yeah. It hasn't even gotten creepy yet. Mm-mm. No, this Shit. is just weird. And it was like, we didn't, because I didn't, I didn't get a weird vibe and usually get, I, I'm not saying I usually get vibes, but I, I think I'd be able to feel it if it was bad, you know? Mm. I'd like to think that. I think, yeah, I think people know when it's a, like, malevolent. malevolent. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bring us up to the next one. Right, so. Sophie's like sitting here knitting. Yeah. Like Feet hunched yeah. forward, <laughs> waiting for it. I'm sitting here clasping my own hands together, being like, this was a big mistake that we had made. <laughs> You're inviting it. Did you invite We're it not, wrong? I didn't it here, did no, you? No, fuck that. I specified, I was like, just yourself, please. <laughs> okay. Um, so. Like, I don't even know if I can say this, right? But, like, we got high one night. That's cool, right? That's okay. No, oh, that's fine. fine. Cool. Like what, are the, what are they going to do? Uh, so, a oh bar, my God. a Gardi Shiakana <laughs> yeah. listened to this podcast. There's probably a Gardi listening. Are there any guards listening? If you're a guard and you listen to the Creep Jive, get in touch. Yeah, please do. Although, I did say, I oh, said bad things about the guards last week. Not you bad did. things, you were but I did say, have you ever solved an actual murder? Oh, that was mean. I know. I take it back. It was very mean. I was cranky anyway, from come the drive. Back in. Okay. Okay. So we got high. We got high one night. So are we? Okay. Go on. Okay. So, so already, then, if you're high, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck? Everything is freaking me out." Yeah. But like, no, we went to bed because whenever I get high, I just get sleepy. So I was like, "I'm going to fucking bed." So he was asleep next to me, and as I was falling asleep, I could feel something in the room, like, and I'm like, "This is all just because I was high, right?" So I could just feel something in the room trying to talk to me. And I was like, oh, I'm not arsed with this. I was I was literally like, oh, I just want to go to sleep. So I tried to imagine like saying like, I don't want to talk and try to imagine this like protective kind of thing over me because I heard that that works, but I've never done it before. I don't know. Yeah, as soon so- as I did it, it, yeah. it went away and I went to sleep. Right. So my boyfriend woke up in the middle of the night and he rolled over and saw me. I have no memory of this. OK, oh, God. I was lying on my back. And I was staring at the ceiling and I was saying, no, no, I can't talk right now. I go away. I'm trying to sleep. Oh, my God. I swear to God. I have no memory of that. And I, I don't sleep in my back. I don't talk in my sleep. Were your eyes open? My or eyes were open. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Closed and staring at the ceiling. Yeah. And he, open and staring at yeah. the ceiling. Sorry, open and staring at the ceiling. Yeah. Even freakier if they're yeah. closed and staring at the ceiling. Like, I would have killed him. <laughs> one eye open, one eye closed. So, <laughs> what did he do? He was still high at the time, so he went back to sleep. Okay. As soon as he woke up, he was like, what the fuck? But I was like, uh, what? Like, I didn't cop it until a couple of days later because I was still kind of asleep at the time. Oh, you didn't cop it? Mm. So he didn't tell you? He did tell me, no, but, but I didn't. she didn't cop I didn't that cop. she had right before she went to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I yeah. Thing. yeah. Oh. I just thought it was weird. All, up until this point, I just thought everything was weird. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that's weird. Yeah. Or like, I, yeah, I just thought it was weird. I didn't think it was like creepy. That was the first part that I was like, something's kind of weird. Like something's kind of creepy going on here. You know, it's like not good vibes. Yeah. So there was one day where I like, this is like complete daylight. So far, all this has happened in like the evening and nighttime. We we're out in our balcony having a smoke. And next thing we heard more signs like knocking coming from the kitchen. And we're in the balcony. We can see into the kitchen. There's nothing there. And we were just like, we both were there. And this is the kind of vibe at the time, like, things have been happening so often kind of that we're kind of like we didn't want to acknowledge it and it's like this feeling of anxiousness that yeah. kind of comes over us whenever we notice that something happens and we both looked at each other and didn't say anything and I just said stop and then it stopped again and then he looked at me and he was like fuck this shit and I was like yeah same yeah yeah 
But at this point, whatever it is or it isn't, yeah. you feel like you can sort of control it. Yeah. It seems to be doing what you're yeah, telling so it to do. Yeah, so we're like, we're not thinking of moving. But you that know? knocking. Yeah. Like little. Oh, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> Sorry. Stop. Oh my <laughs> God. That could have, that's something that could, okay, that was just, the, that was the third thing. But if that was the first, you wouldn't even notice. Exactly. Yeah. So you're sort of on high alert for things at yeah. this point. And there's no, but there's no sense that that could be coming from a neighbouring apartment. No, where that is, where <laughs> our kitchen is, you can't hear anything from the neighbours apart from the squeaking of a door, which is real creepy at night. But like you can hear it sometimes if they're opening their front door or something, but that's the only thing you can hear. You can hear that kind of like shift in doors opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it. Stuff. You can't hear knocking or anything like that. Stop it, Sophie. I can see you out of my peripheral vision. I'm really hoping it's you. Please. <laughs> I'm knitting. It's oh. the baby. <laughs> As the baby is yeah. ready, <laughs> the baby's ready. Okay, okay. Oh God, that's so funny. <laughs> She's just <laughs> taking a big deep breath. Okay, what happened? For... So you okay. both were like, "Fuck that." Yeah. Okay. So we just but went along with our moving. lives. Yeah. You went along with. Yeah, we life. were like, "This is fine. We can deal with it." You know. So one night he was getting up for work. It was like half five in the morning. Right. It's so a Sunday morning. It's raining outside. I opened the window. We're both looking out and we're like, oh, it's so romantic. We could run away together and everything. We're just sitting there literally just enjoying our own company. I mean, time for a suck job. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So in our bedroom. We're going to change the name just to help the teenagers out there. In the bedroom, there's a frosted window above our door. Just a tiny little one into our hallway. In our hallway, there's no windows. Mm -hmm. There's only our lamp that's like an LED white light um, Mm -hmm. that was turned off. So we were sitting there looking out the window. In your bedroom? In our bedroom, yeah. With the door closed? Door closed, all the lights off, just mm. being all romantic and shit. Mm. Sect. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so then, oh, like a bright light shone in to our bedroom. Like for, it was, it was longer than one second, but it was like shorter than two. So what? it just like flashed into our bedroom for, from the frosted light. Like a warm orange glow. A really bright from one. From the hallway. From the hallway. That has no windows that has in no it. windows and has a, a white light. That's and it didn't even look like the whole light. No, it because the whole light's white. It's like one of those LED lights. Yeah. And this one was like an orange glow. And, and both it also of wouldn't just both flash Both of us in. saw it. That's the thing. Like if it was just me, I would just think I'm crazy because I'm okay with that. But he saw it too. Could we something both reacted. have come shone in from outside? No. Because we were looking outside. There was yeah. no cars on. There was no, I think there's nothing coming from the streets because that can't happen. We're in our court. There's no explanation for it. And so I freaked out and I was like, I think there's someone here because it looked like a torchlight coming in. So he, he ran out and he checked and there's no one there. And we were just like, what the fuck? And I think that was the first time when I was like, I'm really starting to freak out now. Had you, the way you, you guys work, are you ever there on your own? Like Not often because I, I think at the time I was on night shift and he was on the morning shift. Okay, so, so that's always... Why, yeah. Okay, then, then you were like... So then he was going to work that morning. Yeah, but I think he set off because I was scared. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, I'm going with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was like, I'm not sitting here by myself. I'm going to sit for the next nine hours in yeah. a cafe. And what was the feeling then at that time? A lot of like kind of dread and more like thinking of what's going to happen next. Okay. Because we were at the point where we we're like, we can't control this. We don't know what's happening. And we don't even know what fucking ghosts are like. If ghosts are real, what does that mean for us? That yeah. kind of thing, you know, I don't want even to think about it. I love how you go like existential, like pretty soon on in the journey. I would have just been like, oh, I'm just giving up now. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, classy. I'm gone. Back the bags. Start their ghosts in Hawaii. See you yeah. later. <laughs> and were you like able to go to sleep at night and things? Uh, yeah, because I was on night shift. I'd be going to sleep in like the morning time and he wouldn't even be there. But 
we figured out that every time it happens it's when we're together yeah that's the only thing to, he's always said nothing's ever happened with him by himself I've heard some knocking sometimes by myself but I always can, like was just like oh it's just the neighbours because that's easier to think about than anything else but the worst is you know if you woke up needing like a piss or something mm. you know yeah. that moment you're like fuck at 3.33am at no. <laughs> did you? anyway I've what never happened pissed. next? <laughs> <laughs> you pissed the bed okay so if I woke up randomly my apartment had been haunted for a few days or even a few weeks or whatever and I woke up randomly at 3.33 I'd be like just sorting myself yeah it's no fucking way I'm leaving the duvet yeah. mine's like 3.15 I don't like that number either but isn't it 3.33 is legitimately the kind of time yeah there's something that happened in the bible yeah at 33 minutes past 3 in the morning mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be like some kind of inversion of yeah it's uh, like a six, mockery six, six. Yeah. yeah yeah it's a mockery of the holy trinity yeah, yeah. You're, you're okay Cassie no <laughs> no oh my god weird no it's 3.33 we've been so- <laughs> 7 hours <laughs> Uh, okay. 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 Then I'm actually happened? someone's gonna have to come downstairs and just get the pizza with me. And no, you better go alone. Like, <laughs> no, no. We voted Cassie. We voted you off the island. <laughs> like, I just don't understand why we turned off the lights. Done this by candlelight. The lights in the We're hallway in the are broken. We're in the attic of a 300-year-old house. Yeah, like we couldn't get older than this. Like fuck me. We're in Dublin eight. <laughs> Right, I'm going down. home to this place after. I know. I, know, I feel really Shit, bad for you. Are you? Jesus. Yeah. Imagine if you went home though and you were never heard from again. Yeah. Well. This was your Goodbye, final. guys. <laughs> Love y'all. <laughs> that, Jesus, like that would really boost our <laughs> yeah. massively. Do you want to just murder we should, me? We should yeah. put it yeah. out. Okay, we'll do that. Okay, cool. We'll put out a story, may or may not be true, okay. that you were never heard from again. Sweet. <laughs> I've lived a good life. <laughs> just please stop liking and commenting on all our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> So then what happened? Okay, this is the big shit now. Oh, This God. is where shit goes down. No. And it's not good. Oh, no. It's not good. Why do you still live there? What? Well, because, because it gets better. Okay, it gets well, better. So there's a good a rental, also crisis. A rental crisis. Yeah, Jen, exactly. There's no way you can just leave. Not with my paycheck anyway. Yeah, right. you should tell this story in the doll. They should actually. They should have it on tap. It's like, here's the rental crisis prices and here's the slightly discounted haunted properties. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we went out um, one night and we were out to like 1 a.m. I think we were in bed by 1 a.m. or something like that. We were absolutely shit faced. And that night we had been ta- we can we had been talking about the, everything that was happening to our friends, <clears throat> and that was the night that I really like listened to the story of him telling me about like me staring at the ceiling. That's when it really copped on me because I didn't realize it until then yeah. that that actually happened because I thought I must have been dreaming or something when he told me that. So I realized it was real and I was like, I'm gonna <laughs> exercise myself. So um, it was like half five in the morning, right? And beside our bed, right, it's like bed window. And a little cabinet where I keep all my makeup and stuff. It's like probably, it's like the height of me. I'm like 5'5". Five five and it's like quite skinny. Okay. But it's like big enough, you know. Yeah. And then beside it's his closet. So we're asleep, like deep sleep. And next thing the cabinet just fell on our bed. Oh my <gasps> God. I swear to God. It just fell on our bed. Everything went everywhere. I woke up screaming bloody murder. And I don't do that normally. Like if something scares me, I just like freeze up, you know. But I woke up like screaming, like howling. I've never heard myself make that noise before. And then, so his first reaction is like, I don't know what's going on. Everything's everywhere. I have to calm her down. We ran out of the room, right? We stood there for a second. I calmed myself down. I was like, what the fuck just happened? He was like, I don't know. 
and it was so it was like so pitched it was pitch black you know it was we were terrified like so terrified we walked back into the room to get the duvet to be like I'm not going to sleep in that place again you know and the feeling in that room was like nothing I've ever experienced it was like all dread and anxiety pushed down it's like you could feel it like you're walking through it so we like stepped over all the shit that was on the floor that fell everywhere took the duvet and then my boyfriend heard in his ear he didn't tell me this till we left the room but he heard in his ear a voice going <laughs> swear to god. god yeah i'm not making it up i'm not making it up because he doesn't lie about that shit like well why would you at that point yeah like, yeah accelerate that would be the so madness. incredibly yeah. cruel right like so- Oh my god! No, like he said, like it might not have been that bad. He said it was like someone struggling to breathe oh. in his ear, and then we ran out, sitting on the couch, and then I realized like we were trying to go to sleep. He he slept for a bit again on the couch, and I couldn't sleep because I kept hearing knocking on our bedroom wall oh. from where we were. Like our couch is oh. against the bedroom wall. Swear to God! So I kept knocking, and I'm like, what it's kind just of knocking? Like just little, please don't. You know, do just it. like please little knocking. Don't like do someone's it. knocking on the wall, but like not in an angry, just like no, just little ones, kind of mocking. Yeah, you. exactly. Oh my God. But then I realized as I was falling asleep that night, I heard the exact same thing beside my ear, like where the where the wall is. And I thought it was just the neighbours, but then I realised there's no neighbours on that side. That's just sheer wall where the stairs are. So there's you no way. You heard that noise I heard he that. described later. What? No, the no, same. Knocking. Sorry, knocking. Yeah. I've never heard the breathing or anything. But there couldn't possibly be someone knocking on the other side of that wall because it's an there's, external yeah, wall. Yeah, it's external. There's so no it was other. coming from inside the room. Yeah, inside the wall. Oh, yeah. It me no, this is creeping me out again. <laughs> so that happened. We were petrified. I was like, I can't go on. <laughs> this is the end for me. Uh, we waited for it to get light outside. Can I ask you about the 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 cupboard that fell? Yeah. Like, was it pretty? He- I mean, yeah, it had never fallen before. Never fallen before. It was freestanding. It had these. It had big legs. I forgot to put this in the thing. So it had these big legs like that size, right? Okay. There's four of them, and it randomly fell. One of them's gone. One of the legs is just gone. Like gone. we can't find it anywhere. Like as if someone just yanked it out and it's gone. What do you mean now? Could it, can you, det- what sort of, is it like, like an Ikea thing? thing? They're like Ikea plastic little legs and the thing was like, God. it's wooden. Yeah. Like gone. kicked away. Yeah. Which one? you've never Which found leg? it. Uh, it was like the back right one, I think. Weird. Yeah. So, and it's against like the wall. Like it's not like against against the wall. It's still freestanding. It's still there now. We just put it back up. But you could never find a leg again. No, we can't find a leg. And did you build this? Or was no, that there it was there you? when we got there. But you know it had four legs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just gone. <laughs> and was that your side of the bed? Uh, he was sleeping oh, on the Sophie. outside of the bed. <laughs> oh, sorry. Cassie. Cassie's oh. the only one with headphones on. I'm okay, sorry. Stop. That was mean. Right, I hang on. I didn't see you go towards the mic. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, All right, I'm take a sorry. breath. Take a breath. People I have... all over Dublin now have fucked their AirPods. <laughs> <laughs> I have shivers up and down my arms, all up my neck. His side of the bed. Yeah. So the actual cabinet fell on his leg, and the, there was like a little pot of money on the top of like coins, and that fell on me from because it fell like that way. It fell diagonally as well, so it should have just fallen straight, but it fell like onto our bed in a really weird angle. It's, it doesn't make sense. I've tried to rationalize it. Like, I've tried to. So we just waited. We were petrified. Um, it got to the point where, because I had been telling people at work this as the whole like story was happening and everything. And whenever that happened, I didn't want to tell a soul. 
because I was so scared if I talk about it it's going to happen again yeah yeah so then I was just googling what everything do you you've done this fucking podcast the ghost no, 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 like and people have just <laughs> but, now, but now we've done we've like taken some steps to like stop it or something right okay so we waited for the shop dervish to open on Andrew Street so I'm, I'm heading straight there tomorrow right that is the shop that the shop with the angels in yeah. the window okay. yeah yeah Okay. And the crystals and the and good the crystals, things. Yeah, good things. Okay. Good things. But hang on. So this is after that. That was the final straw. That was the final straw. Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't like whenever I walked into that room and there was that feeling, I was like, I can't be here if that's there, because it just felt like it felt like something was screaming at me to get out. Oh, like yeah. that it owned it. You know what I mean? And when in the morning after kind of going back in the light of day, yes. had the feeling gone? Or um, yeah, it ha- it wasn't as bad. Going back in there, it wasn't as bad. It was more so just our fear that you okay. could feel. Yeah. yeah. At that point. Um, you were like, I'm going over now to mm-hmm. that fucking angel statue shop. Yeah. And they're going to help me. Exactly. Because I came in like I was dressed in leggings and a pair of flip flops and a big old man jumper with like no makeup, severely hungover, sleep deprived, scared out of my fucking mind. Going in there hoping there'd randomly be some Ghostbusters just sitting there, you know? Or like an exorcist woman. Yeah. Or like yeah. an elderly woman. Who yeah. Or a <laughs> like a maid. Yeah. yeah. Or a priest. <laughs> uh, so as soon as you walk in, there's this big bulletin board, right? And I was just looking for it because I walked in. I had this idea of going up to the person at the desk and being like, I need help. This is what's happening. Give me all the help you have. Well, I walked in. It was just some random guy that works there. And I'm Boxing. like, I can't. Yeah, I know. I was like, I can't tell him he's gonna think I'm crazy I am crazy you know so I just looked at the bulletin board thinking there's gonna be like an on-call doctor or ghostbuster or priest or something <laughs> oh, sorry. oh sorry yeah like a board like a yeah like yeah, a big bulletin board. board yeah yeah People, okay but what it was, was just there? all like yoga and just God sex retreat, retreat like a what retreat like sex therapy retreats what yeah if you, cool. only if you look and need, and need any help <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um so we just kind of pottered around and we're both so, we're both like nervous wrecks at that point just saying like don't know what the fuck we're doing my friend because i had been telling her about this before she gave me some sticks that are called palo santo sticks that i didn't have a clue about before apparently it's supposed to you burn you burn it and it gives you good energy if you've got like good intentions the people in la do this do they yeah it's like trending spencer and heidi have made a fortune out of crystals yeah really but anyway, yeah, but that's fuck them. I mean, this is so, sticks that you burn. Okay, yeah. you wave around. And what yeah, are the like sticks? the smoke. I don't know. I don't know. Spirit like banishing. And this sticks. is supposed this what you do with like bunches of sage, isn't it? Yeah, you, you burn them. Sage as well, yeah. yeah. So we got sage too, and I think we were going to get something else. We got the white roses because we we learned online that like if you get some white roses, it takes negative energy, and you know they like roses. They'll probably last for like how long? What five I'm days. fucking hoping it'll be five or six days. Yeah. Get you through well tomorrow. So After this story. I got two roses and they're withered by the next day. Like completely withered. That's weird. What? Yeah. Yeah. And you checked your carbon monoxide alarm. Oh yeah, we have it. Like it's fine. It's brand new. Did you go and try and talk to anyone else in the building or? No, the previous tenants moved to Canada. So. And how long they were they there? They couldn't get far away enough. Don't know. Don't really know anything. And we don't really, like, I've seen other tenants around, but, like, you know Dublin, you don't just go up and start talking to your neighbour. You cannot like, you can approach your, do- your neighbours and say, have you had any haunting? Yeah, you know what I mean? You cannot do that. What about your, what about, who let the apartment to you, an estate agent? Yeah. I'm not going to say a tale 
<laughs> you give me a bad reference being like bitch crazy. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't yeah. just go oh, up and talk you, to people. Who do you go to? So yeah. Since you, since the roses and the burning of the sticks and the sage, mm. nothing else has happened. No. Wait. Do you keep replenishing the roses? No, I only had them for that one day and then threw them out. Because you're so you're supposed to throw them out as soon as they as soon soak as it they up. Yeah. Soak up the bad vibes. Yeah. And the stick and. Well, yeah, we did the sage did and the we sticks. did the sticks. Okay. So if you do the sage, apparently it gets rid of all energy, so positive and negative. Huh. So we did that and the place kind of instantly felt like different, like kind of, there was a weird vibe, like it was kind of empty. Smells so like burning sage. It smells beautiful. <laughs> Does it smell yeah, nice? Yeah, it smells I really good. I thought it gets rid of the positive energy. So what do you do to bring the positive energy back? Sticks. That's why you use the Palo Santo sticks and they smell really nice too. They smell like really sweet. Okay. Yeah. So we just did that. You have to go through the whole place. Like, I mean, I'm talking like window pane, all that stuff. We did ourselves. You're supposed to do it around yourself and okay. everything. The day, and this is the day after the, day, the event. Yeah. Well, like the same day kind of because that was that yeah. morning. Yeah. So we did all that. And then as soon as we finished with the sticks as well, like you're supposed to, while you're doing it, you're supposed to have like good incantations and things like that. My boyfriend did the bedroom and he was basically saying, get the fuck out of here, you know? Okay. And then as soon as we finished, we like put everything down, sat down. And we just like fell asleep in the couch. We were like, Whoa, we we're so weird. relaxed. So drained. We we're so drained, so relaxed. We had the best nap. It was like two hours. It was fucking great. And then we woke up and felt great. And the apartment Amazing. felt different. Yep. And so how good. long ago was that? That was about three weeks ago. And I will say, recently, oh, there's been fuck. a kind of weird, little, little bit of a weird vibe, but it's not, nothing's happened. Nothing's happened. So... We're just, we did, we staged it again this week. Okay, so you so, can continue, you've yeah. got a plan now. That's, yeah. you just got to like do a bit of air freshener with the sage, so, keep them out. Yeah. What's the building's history? Is it an old building? It's in, like it's in the Liberties. So Where is it? It's, do you know where, you know where Christchurch is? Yeah. Mm. And then, you know where the spa is? Yeah. It's right beside there. Right, that is a that's a really old part of Dublin. That's yeah. the oldest Those part yeah. of Dublin. Exactly, ones. yeah. Oh, they're On like Thomas Street, yeah. Yeah. It's in there. Um, on the subject of... <laughs> don't get annoyed, Cass. She just knocked in case you can't... <laughs> um, I remember listening to um, a podcast all about uh, recordings made of haunting activity. And so basically in like 2010, this researcher um, found that there is like a difference in the acoustic signature between a knock that a human produces and recordings of knocks that allegedly have been made in hauntings. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I, I found there now, as, as you were chatting, so this is what a normal knock looks like in acoustic signature. Uh, so it's like, I suppose... You probably describe this better, Cassie, as the AV whiz, but it's like a large sound that kind of fades to smaller kind of there. Consistent. Yeah, concentrated sound at the beginning. And then this is what... Ghost knocking. Ghost knocking looks (laughs) like. So that, if that was an audio recording... It kind of builds to bigger. Yeah, it slowly builds to bigger, but it would suggest that there's like noise here. And a knock obviously is very brief. Yeah. So it's lingering sound. So there's an idea. What about setting up some sort of 
audio visual would you go that far record yeah, no because you don't really want like, to know dear john i can absolutely recommend people for you but i will not set foot inside your apartment to <laughs> recommend anything. oh sorry to record to record no but, i don't know i've had people ask me if they could do like sessions in my house with a ouija board and things yeah. no but i'm like that's my house in the in the end of the day you know it's not like i used to think this shit was cool yeah you know and interesting but like once it's your place you go no, home to relax different. you exactly. want to be able to go to bed yeah, yeah. and go to sleep yeah but you sounds like you're sort of in control i mean yeah, it did hopefully. initially mm-hmm. when you, you told it to stop and go away it yeah. did but that's then like it got pissed the off. other thing exactly so if you give it room to grow or like it knows that okay. you know it's there then it gets a bit stronger or something but it yeah. threw the bottle like pretty aggressively, aggressively. yeah and, and that, that was, was like before, very yeah but who knows what was happening before you arrived you have an arsenal of weapons against oh, yeah. it so much sage. and they've worked yeah so you're fine yeah you just gotta let it but go but it is you gotta let that little that's like a lot of go. additional life admin yeah for you guys it's weird. Who has the time? Well, I'm glad just that you're not in it alone. Hearings. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing that makes me feel like I'm not crazy because he's experienced it too. Yeah. Exactly. And if Unless it's folly ado. Huh? Oh, yeah. Which we can get him Contagious back. Contagious madness. <laughs> yeah. Um, like two people. Yeah. Folly in this case would be two people hallucinating the same. Halluc- yeah. Hallucinate. Hallucinogenics. Well, yeah. That's our other pastime. <laughs> Is <joking>. it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was about to say, yeah, because like I've had shared hallucinations when tripping. Really? I've yeah. never tripped, so. I tripped with um, Seb in a hotel room and oh, we yeah. were having the exact same hallucinations. But is that because you were telling each other about yeah. it? Probably, yes. <laughs> like it's probably yeah. really easily explained. But I feel like people aren't as excited about my knocking science as you should be. Okay, okay no, I it's but cool. I don't want to get into it because like, I'm scared. <laughs> okay, but it's basically like it, on those kind of sound waves, you know, when our fist strikes the surface, mm-hmm. the biggest noise is right at the beginning, like in the sound wave, and then it kind of decays. It's like a little sideways triangle. With a haunting knocking, the noise starts right before you can even perceive it, mm-hmm. like, but it's detected on, on scientific equipment. And so it's like. <laughs> The noise builds inside the wall or builds inside the table or builds inside whatever you're hearing it from. Mm-hmm. Rather than something striking it, it's a force inside it. Isn't that weird? It is weird, but... I don't know why we oh, had to go into that. When they <laughs> amassed a collection of ghost knocks in order to test the theory. Yeah. But the ghost knocks would have been from all different types of walls or doors and different... It's a difficult thing to kind of... Listen, Dr. Barry Colvin <laughs> um, <laughs> published his findings in the Journal of the Society for Psychical Research. And I'm sure that's pretty much the Lancet. Okay. Give or take. Um, that was amazing. It was amazing. Thank you so much. I'm saying thank you out of politeness because really <laughs> fucked me right up. Oh um, no, that was brilliant. You have to keep us updated. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. But we now, really hope you are seen again. I feel like mm. there's power in acknowledging it and being like, yep, there's a bit weird apartment. That's it, mm. going out and getting all your stuff. That's yeah. like, very, very, it's very like when proactive. Buffy's getting her weaponry together. And I you know? am now accepting packages of sage and the other thing you said <laughs> to Palo Santo sticks. Palo yeah. Santo sticks. If anyone yeah. out there loves me at all, 47 <laughs> yeah. Harrington Street, Dublin 8. 
care of Dalton. Imagine, imagine Fonchi was like saying like ayahuasca sticks. Yeah, and we were all like, "Wait, Wait hang no. on, there's a problem. Have you been yeah, burning these yeah. sticks since just the beginning? Just just leave it out loose in the apartment. You'll get rid of any spirits." Um, thank you. That was a brilliant thank you, story. That You're was. Welcome. I've got full body chills. Um, so we're back in the room. We took a brief break there, pause for creep time. We should actually consume our food. So if you two are a patron and have a creepy story, send it in to us. You could come eat pizza with the lights dimmed in the studio. And tell us a creepy story. Um, so following, inspired by your ghost story, I was like, where else in Dublin is haunted? Mm. Just out of interest. Turns out everywhere around you, Fauncha. <laughs> oh, no. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's because it's the Liberties is the oldest part of Dublin. Yeah, exactly. It's all, it, it's all over Dublin. So I'm going to go through one particular story that I found really interesting because I was like, if you're going to be a ghost, where's the place you'd like to haunt in Dublin? Ooh. Oh, Natural History Museum. <laughs> no, because there wouldn't be people there at night time. Travel bar. But it'd be like your life in the museum. I'm a party ghost. The Shelburne. <laughs> oh. oh, I heard this. I, I know this one. Absolutely relate to this. If I was going to wander everywhere for the rest of my dead days, I'd choose the Shelburne as well, probably. So a little bit of history on the Shelburne, in case you didn't know. It was founded way back in 1824 by a man called Martin Shelburne. No, Burke, who acquired three townhouses overlooking St. Stephen's Green. And he turned them into the hotel, naming it the Shelburne after William Petty, the second Earl of Shelburne, who had once lived in one of the houses. Okay. Throughout history, many famous people have stayed in the Shelburne. Um, Everyone. In the golden age of Hollywood, we had... Uh, Marilyn Charlie Chaplin Greta Garbo Laurel and Hardy James Cagney uh, Clark Gable John Wayne Risha Hayworth Elizabeth Taylor Maureen O'Hara um, Paul Newman Jackie and John Kennedy have stayed there Listen hmm. to that list We have the A Rolling class. Stones mm-hmm. Pavarotti All chilling there on their nights out The Chieftains formed in the Shelburne after just having a bit of a sesh there one night. Oh, so it was yeah. the place to be. After the 1916 Rising, it was the place where some like significant documents that I can't remember the name of now. My mum was told by a sex worker in the Shelburne to get off her turf. <laughs> oh. Yeah. She was there just having a drink. Just <laughs> waiting for her friend. She was on lag at the bar. <laughs> and uh, a lady kind of sidled a lady up of to the her. night. <laughs> and said like fuck off this is my turf <laughs> yeah well, I'd take that and that happened compliment. like a few years ago <laughs> oh Jesus and my mum is was not impressed <laughs> and uh, I, I did there's, there's just another thing and we're learning you about see? the Shelburne tonight <laughs> new things every day what celebrity is staying there right at this minute do we think that guy someone from Love Island no the guy we were talking about who's playing never no. heard of him before John Mayer John Mayer John Mayer oh, yeah. definitely probably staying in the Shelburne or the Marion or the marker because he's playing down in the three arena. Anyway, who cares about him? So another famous person, not quite up there with the Kennedys, but Lily Collins stayed there in 2013. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lily Collins. Gemma Collins. <laughs> Gemma Collins. <laughs> no, no relation of Gemma Collins. But she is the daughter of Phil Collins and stars in such films as that one on Love Netflix. Rosie. 
Yes, it's mm. based on the Cecilia Hearn novel. And she's a good slender actress. woman with one. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yes. To the bone or something. To the bone. Very she's good. very talented, I think. Um, she stayed there in 2013 and then she appeared on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon in the States afterwards and she started telling him this story about how she encountered a ghost in the Shelburne. Ma- Whoa, it's Mary, isn't it? Master Mary. That's Mary oh. Master. Yeah. I'll get to it in a second, right? So she told Jimmy Fallon that she felt a presence in the hotel room or more specifically, the presence of a person. She opened her eyes and hears a giggle, she said. Oof, and then weird. she felt... Mm-hmm. Then she felt a rush of air across her body and she heard all of these doors slamming, like fire doors. The ones you don't hear opening, just slamming. Um, and then the air closes it or whatever. So she said there was three of them and there were three doors right outside her room, which I feel could have just been a person. But she, I think she's building this kind of idea that there was a girl in the room laughing, giggling, running around, runs out, goes through the fire doors. So reportings of hauntings in the Shelburne have been really well document, documented. Mary Masters is the name of this girl who apparently haunts a room at the Shelburne and it's been documented by staff, guests and Ireland's Ghostbusters. Who the fuck are they? Get to in a second. Francis Brennan's got to be one of them. He ain't, no. But he'd probably go up there and he'd probably be like, Mary, you're just... I feel Brendan Courtney and Sonia Lennon. They'd be great. <laughs> Wouldn't they? I love them. They'd be It'd very be like a sharp mix of like, Yeah, is it they could like get those ghosts into the modern era. And be like, <laughs> if you're going to haunt the Shelburne, you need to update the garb a little mm, bit. Yeah, you need an asymmetrical silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mary Masters. Um, so in 1965, Hans Holzer, who was a very noted American ghost hunter, visited the Shelburne with his wife, a British medium and psychic called Sybil Lee. So Sybil was and Hans were going on a tour of Dublin's notoriously haunted locations and they just decided to stay at the Shelburne. One night Sybil was lying in bed in room 526 or room 256. Now funny, in all of the reports of the of Mary Masters, everyone says it's either room 526 or 256, I can't remember. Like oh. uh, that's a consistent thing. So Sybil heard heard a little noise that sounded like a girl crying and she responded to the noise saying, what's the matter? And a small child's voice said, I'm frightened. Yeah. Sybil invited. So am the, I. Isn't yeah. a response that you should. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, fuck me too. Um, so Sybil invited the child to come into her room and although she could not see anyone, she felt a small figure climb into her bed oh, and a woolly no. material brush against her cheek and right arm. In the morning when she awoke, her nar- her arm was numb. The following evening, Sybil spoke to the ghost and the ghost told her that she was a little girl, aged seven, named Mary Masters. The night after, Sybil went into a trance and held a full conversation with the little girl, but she could not recall any of it. Kind of like when you were staring at the ceiling. No. <laughs> um, Hans, <laughs> discovered, Hans discovered that Mary was ill and that she had was also asking for her big sister, Sophie. Oh, fuck. Um, he concluded that Mary must have been one of the uh, of a group of children who used to live in one of the houses that the Shelburne was constructed from he also concluded that Mary died in he said 1846 because it was a date that Sybil was writing down the day before and she couldn't remember why now uh, other reports say that little Mary Masters died 17 uh, like early back as like 1760 something so management at the five star Shelburne Hotel in Dublin city centre 
have also said that they have had reports from guests uh, complaining about the hauntings. At one stage, there was a six month period and at least two to three hotel guests a week were reporting paranormal activity. That's weird because they're not going to be t- telling other guests that no, this is happening. No, yeah. it and would presumably be like a lockdown on that information. I yeah. imagine. And the the um, the activity includes the sink, uh, bath taps, and showers turning on by themselves. Um, they had com- guests had started complaining so much that the Shelburne management decided to send one of their staff members up to sleep in the room one night. <sighs> And after witnessing, after the staff member witnessed it, the, the, the transition your students. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. yeah. After the staff member witnessed the taps turning on by themselves, um, a colleague described them emerging from the room as white as a sheet. Um, so yeah, Shelburne's really haunted. There is a there was a TV show about the Shelburne made on RTE. That? It was really weird. I don't remember it. It was good. It's just a one part it documentary. just a fly on the wall kind of day at the Shelburne? It's more to yeah. be a day at the Shelburne, but in that they talk about the hauntings a little bit. There are other places in Dublin also haunted. <laughs> Notable ones including the Rubik's Building in Trinity College. Hmm. The story goes that the ghost of Edward Ford, who was a Trinity student, is um, wandering the building. Apparently in, ni- in 1734... Ford got into a disagreement on a, a late at night with a group of drunkards and he was fatally shot. Um, he's been spotted apparently on numerous occasions wearing the garb of a wig, gown and knee breeches as he strolls the perimeters of the Rubik's building. Marsh's library, which is close to you, is said to Where's be... That? It's like behind... Just off Kevin Street. You know, Kevin Street Garda Station. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I've been in that library. It's, it's gorgeous. Stunning. It's mm. the oldest public it library in Ireland. Um, no, it's... It, you have to go around the back of St. Patrick's to yeah. get into it. Yeah, yeah. It's, But it's, it's right a, there, yeah. It backs library. up onto St. Pat's. Yeah, really, really nice. Highly worth a visit. Very haunted. So it said that the founder of Marsh's Library, Archbishop Narcissus March, Marsh <laughs> had Great a niece name. who... Narcissus White. That'd be cool, name. Narcissus. Yeah. But yeah, could I mean, raise him a vampire or something. Yeah, yeah. you could. Okay. Um, Sorry, it's a boy. We're trying to find names for it. And really <laughs> inappropriate names by the <laughs> current pattern. Um, so it said that his niece followed her heart and ran away with the sailor and it greatly disappointed uh, the Archbishop, she apparently hid a note begging for forgiveness in one of the books in Marsh's library. The lo- note was never found, so the ghost of Arch- Archbishop Marsh is said to still wander the bookshelves. Now, the next place in Dublin that's severely haunted, 13 Henrietta Street. Oh, Yay. shit. Now that's next door, is it not? That is next door. To our That you're making me venture to. Do you want to tell this now? Nights. Or do you want to wait and say it? There's not much. Yeah, to I say heard there's somebody gets spotted in the window a bit. There's a woman. There's a woman who just. There's a lot of women haunting. The, you know what I mean? What else well, are we going to do? That woman. Yeah, I guess. But that woman didn't just die there. She was exercised there in oh, the 20th Jesus. century. And she's spotted there today 
just having a gawk out the windows, dressed in old-fashioned clothes. I'm sure we're contemporary at the time of her death. But yeah, just chilling next door to where we're going to be. Great. Great. She might come to the show. She might. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she'll be there next door. It'd be no commute. She'll be listening. She knock on the thing. Knock on the wall. Um, <laughs> Irish ghost hunter Chief Tim Kelly, has, who has investigated the Shelburne in the past, um, also makes note of a couple of other places that are obviously haunted. Kilmainham Jail, clearly. Obviously. Collins Barracks. Obviously. Obviously. The Black Church on Mount Joy Street, which is said to be a passage to hell. Jesus. Yeah, it's just a gateway to hell. Low-key passage to hell. Just you're up there now, close to where the lives are going to be. Um, I mean, he did interestingly say that Offaly is the most haunted county in Ireland. But of it's all, awfully haunted. Oh. <laughs> but of all the places that he has performed his services, I guess, at, <laughs> he said on top of his fuck nope list is the Hellfire Club. He said, I mm. don't like the atmosphere Does in the Hellfire Club. Does he call it the club. fuck nope list? No, I called it the fuck <laughs> nope list. I don't like the atmosphere in the Hellfire Club. We've done five or six investigations. It's not somewhere I want to return to. Hmm. So there you go. There is either, I don't know how you're inclined, either a tour of Dublin City of haunted places for you or places to never go again. Would you ever mm. do a night record in the Hellfire? Absolutely never. I think I would. Me too. Yeah. Off you go, best of luck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been suffering with low blood pressure for this pregnancy, so I feel like this could be medicinal. Good. Yeah, take sure. me up there, get it, kick it up, kick it up a notch. Well, would even we don't have to go at night time. We what could about go a daytime record, Cass? We bring a picnic. I mean, I do like picnics up the mountains, <laughs> but... Say windy. I you say, what about just like dark Practic- sunrise? How about that instead? How about we just stay so here? So it would be dark. We just stay here. Dark, but soon to be daytime. It is too fucking creepy. I mean, mm. I would die. I don't know why I'm... I just don't know why people go to the Hellfire Club. Everyone says it's scary. It's not scary in the day. It's just ruins. It's got a weird vibe up mm. there. Weird vibes. There is a weird energy up the Hellfire I think that's Club. everyone projecting their weird energy into mm. it. Because the history of the Hellfire Club is that it was a an old group of men who used to play poker with the devil, isn't it? Yeah. yeah or well, well, like, they didn't know. It was a guy who joined the game. Mm. A stranger. Yeah. And uh, they didn't realise until one of them dropped the card. That he went, had hooves. Yeah. He, he looked under is the table and the saw the house... Loftus Hall. That's right. Loftus Hall is yeah. Ireland's most haunted house. Yeah, that's where the story is of the poker and the hooves. That's right. That's different. So what's the Hellfire Club? I don't know. Damn it. Oh, the Hellfire Club I thought was the poker one. So Maybe. Did I. But I think you're right about Loftus House. Where's Loftus House? Uh, Offaly. In County Clare, is it? Offaly. No. <laughs> I have no notion. No, damn it. Facts beating us again. <laughs> Cassie. Loftus is near Hookhead, isn't it? Not a clue. Either way, places to never go to. Mm-hmm. We're creeping on towards Halloween. Mm-hmm. Become a patron of your creepiest <laughs> creep dive <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so if you're listening to us and you're thinking, this is good. Send us money to buy sage. <laughs> Send us money to buy sage and Palo Alto sticks. Palo Alto? Palo Alto sticks. What are they? Uh, Palo Santo. You're Palo close. Santos. Very close. Yeah. 
Thank you for coming. Thank oh. you for listening. Thank you for having me. Fiance, yes. it was one of the. <laughs> you're up there in our top two. Um, <laughs> come and dine. Come creep with me. Oh, thank come you. I think we yeah we were talking about the suspense during your story. Like it is probably the most creeped out I'm going to be leaving the studio to go home. Mm. Thank and you. To be honest, it's every like a good thing. <laughs> creeped out leaving. So it's getting into yeah. If you're listening to this, please bear in mind that we record on late evenings. It's getting into the winter months. It's getting darker. It's becoming increasing. Like, I mean, you could go for a little. We went. There was one day during the summer we went over to each art after we recorded and it was gorgeous and it was still bright. And now it's just dark and we're scared. So please consider that (laughs) and support us on Patreon. So at least, (laughs) at least it's worth it. And thanks for coming. If you came to Cork last week, we had the best time. We had a great time. We met some lovely people. And uh, a shout out mm. especially to a really, really lovely listener who gave us gifts. Not that this puts you in the realm of really, really lovely listener to anyone listening. We don't expect gifts, but this was particularly <laughs> nice. Um, Grace O'Neill, who is runs Babbles Yarns, sent us, gave us some really nice um, hand dyed yarns. They're beautiful. Dyed by her fair hand. Jen and I are currently working on some snowflakes for the Tall Tales Christmas tree and Sophie, more appropriately, is making garments for her unborn child. Oh, <laughs> little yeah, Narcissus white. Little yeah. Narcissus's straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so many yeses. Yeah. But there's love knitted into every stitch of that straight jacket. And a lot of anxiety because that's what I do when I'm knitting is purge the anxiety. So everything I make is kind of like a haunted garment. <laughs> God, <laughs> so full of feelings, of fears, and worries. Great, Narcissus, <laughs> won't you love me? <laughs> love your mother. Okay, thanks for coming. See you okay, next week. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>